0: You feel be-
1: Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. The CEP Network has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Whether you're looking for a custom oatmeal, a multivitamin, a great tasting protein that you can order by the pound, or simply looking for a company you know you can trust to send you the best quality products available, True Nutrition has you covered. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all of the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in CEPN in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. We here at the CEP Network are always looking for sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they are looking to promote in 2022 and want to be a part of our network, reach out and let's see what we can do. In this episode, Patrick and I chat about the Super Bowl and who we are rooting for, TV shows such as Dexter and Euphoria, Bam Margera and where his career has led him and much, much more. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out through email or on the social medias. You can reach us at RaisedOnTheRadioSTL at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now let's get into this episode. Hey, everybody. Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of the show. I am Colt Brocato, my good friend Patrick Blair in Zoomland, as usual. This is our first ever Super Bowl edition of Raised on the Radio. I what think. did we do last year? I don't know. I don't think we recorded. And if we did, I just lied. I don't know. Remember. I don't remember. <laughs> who was in the Super Bowl last who year? Played who played it? It had to be the Bucks. Tampa and,
0: Tampa and Kansas City. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Either way. Are you, what, uh, make a prediction. I don't want to talk about the game other than just make a prediction.
1: This is just a prediction off of who I think is going to win. This isn't a prediction off of... What else should I be for? Well, gonna... this isn't where my heart lands, right? This is just who I think is going to win. Okay. I think the Rams are going to win today.
0: Well, it's the lesser of two evils for me that I have to decide. And I, you know, as a Browns fan, I can't ever wish the Bengals to win anything. Is it just and because I, it's
1: an Ohio team? Is that why? Or is there like a.
0: Yeah. And they're in the Browns division. Look, dude, if you're a Cleveland sports fan, you don't root for Cincinnati ever. Or
1: anyone else. You don't,
0: <laughs> you don't root for Cincinnati or Pittsburgh ever. It doesn't matter who's playing. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whatever. You don't. Yeah. You just don't. So <laughs> I, the, the, the thing about this though, is Joe Burrow is starting to turn me. I really couldn't stand the guy, but I kind of like him now. I kind of like the swag even if it probably is overdone just to get people to talk about it. Uh-huh. I mean us white guys, we need somebody, you know? We needed we need a swag guy. We got Joe Burrow
1: now. But it's interesting though, right? Uh, Cuz he's he's making statements with just the swag. Like he's he doesn't talk much. He's not a like in your face kind of media guy.
0: No. But when he does, he doesn't sound like a dummy either. So yeah. I'm wondering if, I mean, dude, if he wins today. Forget about it. Yeah, he's going to have all the swag. I I would talk. I would would shut up. But no, I can't wish them well. I don't want them to win. I really don't want OBJ to get a Super Bowl after leaving the Browns. the way that he did.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot you got Um, that on your on your docket, too.
0: Here are the things that annoy me the most on on Twitter right now. The fucking Rams fans from St. Louis that still haven't moved on.
1: (laughs) Let's
0: move on. It's time. And then the Browns fans who are posting things like heard reports that OBJ and Baker Mayfield haven't talked yet since he left the team. Who cares? Can why I, do they
1: need to talk? Can I ask you a question about that, though? We don't have to go deep what? into this, but I'm just... Uh, so... Anytime you say that, we go deep, but okay. a lot. Go. Okay, but a lot of the reasoning behind why, from what OBJ said when leaving Cleveland in... You see the videos that was posted and stuff, which I think maybe his dad posted, but about how like when he he was wide open and he wasn't getting passed to and things like that. Okay. But look at what he's doing in L.A. right now. Like, don't you think there's a do you think there was an issue there somewhere? That wasn't just OBJ's fault. We
0: have to go deep because you're pissing me off, (laughs) like everyone else.
1: I'm trying. in in all honesty, do you think that there was something there?
0: Posted when he was open and Baker didn't throw him the ball. How about the times when Baker did throw him the ball and he fucking dropped it? I can make a video like that because there were plenty of those. Okay. (laughs) How about the times when Case Keenum was in the game and he dropped the ball? I can make videos like that.
1: You should fuck.
0: <laughs> it's not. Ob- okay. Look, okay. All, all, with that said, was there something going on? Yes. He had a quarterback who was hurt and couldn't play to the best of his ability. One, two, the Browns don't have a Cooper cup. True. They don't OBJ thought he was the number one option in Cleveland. Sorry, bro. You're not, you're a number three or four option everywhere you go from here on out in your career. You're not a number one option. He can't, he can't make catches that a number one option makes. He can't make catches in traffic. He can't make catches over the middle. He can only make, he can only make those catches where, I guess the easiest way to put it, the pressure's not on him. Meaning, well, that was an uncatchable ball, but he caught it. Good for Odell. But the catchable balls, the ones that he should be catching, he doesn't catch. He sucks.
1: Fuck him. I don't know, man. I I would I would have to disagree there. Over the past few weeks, he's shown differently. Neat. <laughs> Look, man. He's so
0: got, he's got a good quarterback throwing him the ball. They have a the, the offense is outstanding. Yeah, there is a Cooper Cup there. That guy makes everybody else on the field better because he's on the field. Right. When you have a number a legitimate number one option on the field, every receiver around him is going to get. Those throws, right. they're going to, right? You know, uh, I don't know, but so, I so I can't fuck that guy. His dad posted the video. Is there a bigger cuck move? <laughs> I mean, just fucking, come on, man. Well, I, I I'm I, sorry, I, I did.
1: I didn't mean to piss you off so early in the morning. My, but regardless, my my thoughts have kind of changed. I know you have been saying for the longest time, like, guys, get over it. The Rams are gone. They've been gone for years now. Get over it. I still have a hatred for Stan Kroenke. That's fine. However, 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 especially over the past, I'd say this year, uh, I've toned that down as far as like, because players had no choice in the matter of moving to LA. And I think that me and you have talked about Matthew Stafford quite a bit. And he was in a terrible city for all of his career. And it's no, it's no joke that the first year out of that city he's in the Super Bowl. Like, that's legit. Now, I understand he has an incredible offense around him. Like, it's not just him. But I I think he's proving, proving a major point, and I've always been a Matthew Stafford fan. So I like that. Plus, Rams got Von Miller from Denver, which, you know, I'm a big Denver fan. Aaron Donald is a monster. Like, I mean, they they've got all the keys that they need to win today.
0: Agreed. I don't have anything against the Rams. I, I, in fact, I, you know, if there's anyone that I would root for today, it would be Matthew Stafford just to get that, that, uh, that monkey off his back. Mm-hmm. Cause I saw people talking about is he a Hall of Famer if he doesn't win a Super Bowl? I'm like, well, his numbers kind of speak. I mean, he has Hall of Fame numbers even without the Super Bowl. You know, he's essentially Dan Marino. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if I had to root for anyone, it'd be cool to see him get his 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 ring. Uh, other than that, fuck. I'm rooting for the halftime show,
1: dude. I am so stoked for that. I I I really am. But hey, I I saw I I saw I I, I saw a a
0: (laughs) meme today that said if you're excited for this year's Super Bowl halftime show, it's time to check your colostomy bag or something (laughs) like that.
1: (laughs) Oh come on, you're not that old.
0: It might be time for a colonoscopy or something like that.
1: I don't, I don't know. know. Well, maybe. Okay, that's closer.
0: How how how?
1: Don't how don't don't ask me what I think. You're, what are you going to ask how,
0: me? How hot and boiling do you okay. think my blood's going to be when Eminem's stupid face comes <laughs> on the TV today?
1: <laughs> Who are you most excited for today?
0: Uh, I do. I I mean. I the, I the whole thing. I just really do. I don't like Eminem, and and I will tune him out as much as I can. I like Kendrick a lot. Snoop and Dre. I mean, come on. I still think, I, mean, I
1: still my, think the Kendrick thing's weird. I just don't. I don't I still think, think he that fits are weird there. For
0: thinking that's weird, and I think you need to stop doing that. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> I apologize. then. Let
0: the guy fucking break, man. This is the biggest moment of his life. Yeah, I mean, no. Um, yeah,
1: no disrespect. I just think it, the just how it, he fits is, is weird, and, and the reason. So I I know I originally said the it,
0: Compton, the, the it's the whole Compton connection. Oh, oh, that's okay. what it is.
1: Okay, that's that's what it is. Well, I know I said he, that in the, the be- I know I said that in the beginning, but even um, have you watched some of the trailers that they put out? Leading up to the Super Bowl halftime show?
0: No, I did it on purpose. I don't okay. want to see them. I just want to see the halftime show.
1: I mean, they're cool and everything. It just even like they play over certain parts of it. So like each each individual artist has their own part in the trailer. So like it's the lead up for Eminem. Eminem then it's the lead up for Dre. It's the lead up for Snoop, Mary J. Blige and the, and Kendrick Lamar too. But it just doesn't like his mu- music just doesn't fit everything else. I don't know. It was, it's weird. I'm sure it'll all come it's, together today and be awesome, but it's
0: new age hip hop versus old school hip hop. I mean, that's what it is, but it's only one, but fire. it's only You'll
1: one be... new age guy in a mix so of a bunch of older type? artists.
0: Who Who would you have preferred? I don't know. Have I worse? don't
1: have one. I don't have one.
0: No bullshit. You're, you're making these statements. So who would you have preferred? Like, what if I said, no, it's not going to be Kendrick. It's going to be Drake.
1: I still think it would have felt weird. And maybe right. maybe it's that's it. Be- maybe, maybe it is because it's the new age of hip hop. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's it's just not the same as the other stuff. Maybe that's why I it just throws you off. You're me
0: overthinking in. it and maybe. I think we should thank the heavens that it's not the fucking Rolling Stones or fucking Billy Joel or something. I'll give you that. It, like and people are making the jokes like Dre and Super Old, but Jesus Christ. I mean, they're not Rolling Stones old for right. fuck's sake. Like um you know Oh, I was just thinking of something and I lost it. Oh 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 oh. Um I felt bad. I was recently getting tattooed and the guy tattooing me, I know is a huge hip hop head. And I made some off-color <laughs> off-color remarks about Eminem and he was like, "Bro, he's the goat. That's my favorite." I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. Maybe I shouldn't make the guy angry who's tattooing me. <laughs> so I was like, that's Good cool point. man. I won't I won't say anything. But, uh, you yeah, know, I, mean, I it's going to be fun. I'm just, you know, whatever. Do I
1: know who you got tattooed by?
0: Uh, no. No.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It's no one in Spot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and when I was seeing these memes about that, there was a, uh, some form of a documentary on one of these streaming services that we have that was all about the 90s. And they showed a clip of... Snoop in court when he was found innocent, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking like that moment wasn't real to me when I was a kid, meaning I didn't understand the, the, the actual reality behind that moment. It was just Snoop and he's out and now he's going to put out another record and murder was the case. And I was just a kid and didn't fucking know, like as an adult now, I think back and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, that was heavy. That was real shit. You know?
1: It just, okay, this is going to sound weird, but it just kind of went along with the music at that time, right? It so it, did. Ca- it kind of all like just well,
0: got encapsulated together. Rug, yeah.
1: yeah. It was just encapsulated together, and it was like, oh, yeah, that's that's part of this game. Not that murder's part game? of this game, but what, 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 like the, the whole no, thing. No, no,
0: no, please <laughs> tell me about the game. I would love
1: to know. Of hip hop. <laughs> In that, oh, it, it, you... <laughs> What? <laughs>
0: I thought you were talking about the street game.
1: Oh, no. I, don't, I, know, I know. Trust me, I can't talk about the street game because I have no idea. Are you sure? Yeah. You're the one that grew up in the streets. You know more about the street game than I do.
0: I mean, come on up to my hood anytime you want. And I'll show you around. <laughs> um, but we'll, like, see,
1: we'll see all the nice houses <laughs> and <laughs> nice schools.
0: <laughs> yeah. Moved here for a reason. Um, we... we it was just weird, you know, and then I just started thinking about other moments like that where, it, it, you know, as, as a, even as like a teenager, I think I didn't even like, it, it just didn't register the same way it does now. Maybe it's because I'm a dad. I think that there's a lot of things that I'm just like, oh God, you know, like, I just want to fucking write the parents of some of these kids on TikTok. Be like, hey, do you know where your kid is right now? Open up your phone download the TikTok app and find out what your kid's doing because Mm -hmm. it's out of control. It's fucking nuts. Right. I say this, like I'm an ass, like I wasn't an asshole and I wasn't, eh. it's just so much weirder to me for it to be on display for the entire world. I've uh, behaved poorly, believe me, but there were only a handful of people that fucking knew about it. You know,
1: now is this coming, is this coming from being a dad or is this just a, just saying like you didn't have this when we, when you were that age? Like when you're a teenager, both. this like TikTok wasn't this this thing where we were just I don't know, man. Yeah,
0: I would say I would say both. I would say both the dad part, the dad part probably, again. It's like who who's got the joke where maybe it's Louis C.K. where he talks about girls gone wild, uh, and he like you know like girls gone wild. You would pay for the tape and wait for the tape to get there in the mail, and then he's like, I realize that I'm just go back to school or like what are you doing like you know yeah that's how i feel I'm like what is going on these are kids i don't know um have you so i asked you and and that's one of the things too like i i'm glad that reminded me you're not watching euphoria i already asked you this right right we've heard about it though
1: just the stuff like on social media people people talking about it but i have no idea what they're talking about
0: about how it's kind of crazy yeah that you know, there's so much drug use and so much sex. And so like, I don't, I don't think it is. I I, I don't think, and like, I've heard people like on podcasts be like, yeah, when I was in high school, people weren't fucking like that. I'm like, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. They really were. It's just, it's just different now. We, we process the information differently now. And, and the thing about it was, is my high school days, people were out of control with sex and drugs and alcohol and everything fucking stealing. You know, like I knew people that fucking for real, for real, for real robbed liquor stores, not just merchandise, like, you know, distract the fucking guy at the counter while the registers open, reach in, grab some cash and run like that whole fucking thing. Mm -hmm. I know people that did that all the time, you know, it just, we didn't know about their lives up to that moment or in that moment, meaning we didn't have social media kind of tell us about who that person is. Right. You know? Yeah. I think it was happening. We just weren't broadcasting it to the entire world, you know?
1: So you think, you think those robbing of gas stations and stuff in this day and age would be TikTok videos as well?
0: No, that's not necessarily what I'm saying. I'm just saying, here's the thing. If a kid, if a couple of kids were to go into a gas station right now and rob it, how easy would it be to find them?
1: Okay, yeah, true.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's almost like you can't, you can't behave badly because of social media, because somebody's going to find out. It's the same thing going on with Joe Rogan right now. And I don't want to get too far off topic because I still want to talk about Euphoria, but it's the same thing going on with Joe Rogan. I forget who said it, but they had a very good point. All the people trying to cancel him, saying that the word's wrong in any context. This person had a great point. They go, oh, he goes, okay, that's fine if you want to cancel him because the word's wrong to you in any context. You just better hope there's no proof of you using it in any context anywhere, anywhere, written form, spoken, tweet, whatever. True. You know? Yeah. And that's a fucking great point. You know? You want to stand behind this that strongly, people will, they'll try to bury bury you too. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, and that's the it was point. Just that, interesting that, thing about
0: So like with the, with euphoria, people are complaining like, yeah, it's, it's unrealistic. Like, and I'm like, uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, uh, I think the reason that people are reacting this way and saying that it's kind of over the top and there's, you know, the, it was just, it is because there's nothing left to shock us. There's nothing left. What what's left? You know what I mean? What could possibly happen to shock us? Oh, I know here's what could happen. We could have a show about kids who fuck and use drugs and live real lives. It's almost like we don't, we want to like block that part out. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to admit that this stuff goes on.
1: Maybe because we never, maybe because we never had it in front of us before.
0: Yeah. So So like, (laughs) so we
1: process things differently, but it's different things that we've never like had as a TV show in front of us before. So it's just shocking. We like,
0: I had the movie kids. Have you ever seen kids? Uh -uh. It's heavy shit, heavy, heavy shit. And it's basically the same thing. It's about kids fucking, you know, one girl gets HIV, drug use, uh, suicide, all this shit. But anyway, so, okay. So the ultimate reason I brought this up is I, I love the show. I think it's awesome. Uh, even though that it is about high school kids, but it's, it's super dark. It's super real. Um, the most endearing character, in my opinion, is a drug dealer. He's awesome. Like, he, everyone else sucks. <laughs> Main character sucks. She's a drug addict. She's a horrible person. And you think, like, well, how's a drug dealer? He's just better. He's just better as a person. I don't know. He's a drug dealer with a heart. I don't know what to tell you. And then the mom, one of the moms in the show was uh, Roxy in uh, – Sunny. The episode of It's Always Sunny where Frank wants to marry a prostitute. <laughs> she's in it. She's like the second most endearing character and she's a booze bag mom. But so it's going back to what I was saying about TikTok and Louis CK and Girls Gone Wild. I said to my wife, <clears throat> because there is a lot of sex, there's a ton of sex and there's a ton of nudity, men and women, or yes, men and women. Here's my point of saying that. So I said to my wife, I go, do you find it odd that we're watching what is supposed to be or what the show is making us believe to be kids having sex. Does it make you feel weird? Because I just thought about it and I feel a little bit weak. (laughs) I know they're not actually kids. They can't be. Yeah. they're adults playing kids. But I'm like, right now we're looking at a girl with her tits out. I'm looking at a high school girl with her tits out. She goes, no, you're not. I go, but, but yes, I am. Yeah. But yes, I am. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's, it's weird. And it's weird to think about. And that's another thing I didn't think about when I was younger. It didn't register to me. Like when I was watching a movie about late, for instance, uh, varsity blues, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's nudity in that. And those are supposed to be high school girls that are nude. I was, I was a, I was a teenager when that movie, actually, I might not even have been it. Yeah. I was a teenager when that movie came out. So, for me it's okay but what about all the grown people that went and saw that movie and they're looking at it never I never even thought about it that way then right and now as a dad and just an older person I'm like oh this is awkward maybe I shouldn't like a show about high school kids fucking so much maybe I shouldn't be that drawn to this what's wrong with my brain what's wrong with me am I making sense
1: you are okay and I don't know that I've
0: ever I knew I would get to to the point of that (laughs) one way or another
1: um, so I don't know. So this is on HBO, right? Mm hmm. So I think that's another like thing that comes into the shock factor is that we have all these streaming services now that don't really have many rules as far as like the w- most we've always had is regular TV and cable, which has always yeah, been, yeah. you know, very, you know, you can't have nudity. You can only have a certain amount of cussing and, you know, all this kinds of stuff. I think that's where the shock factor comes in too. Is that up until now we haven't had these streaming services where there's not many rules and I wonder I wonder if that's just going to get worse or if or if they'll take I say worse but I mean I wonder if they if the restrictions stay like or no restrictions stay on a lot of these streaming services, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean HBO's always tried to kind of push the boundaries anyway. So it's not it should be no surprise that this show is on HBO. Um, But, you know, I've always been drawn to dark, weird, horrible shit. Mm -hmm. You know, I've now that I have a child, I'm starting to catch up on movies that I missed. As a as a as a child, because I didn't watch. Child content, I watched adult content I was out of my mind, (laughs) you know, like my wife would be like, how have you never seen Snow White? I'm like, oh, I was fucking watching Roadhouse. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Like, I didn't didn't watch kids stuff. I, I wasn't interested uh but now that i have a child i'm like like he loves the ice age movies okay and i know those aren't that old but i'm like how did i miss this these are actually really fun and cool and like i'm into them like i I like watching them with him yeah uh but yeah but uh yeah hbo has always been that way and i mean look we watched dexter we've we've never talked about dexter by the way i know it's been over for a while but we never i never gathered your thoughts on how you how you liked Oh, crap. We never did. We we? root for us. We were rooting for a serial killer.
1: Yeah. You know, which I mean, that's kind of crazy, too. Just stuff like that's kind of crazy, too. Like not even the whole like trying to make us think that kids like adults are actually kids when they're doing things. But like the fact that we have TV shows that are making serial killers seem endearing or like you're rooting that that serial killer keeps going. But you know it's 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 crazy that that that's that, that that's a thing, and there are people out there who are messed up and not like you know, that have issues that believe you know believe in this kind of stuff too much. What do you mean? Just that I, I
0: like Dexter was a, was a good guy, and you should go out and be a vigilante killer.
1: Something something along those lines, yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't think they need I'm Dexter not, to I'm think not. that way. I just, <laughs> yeah, true. I guess. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying they need to cater no, but to anyone. I, I, know but. I know what you're saying. Yeah.
0: I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it, I think to an extent, yes. But there, there's that argument there, like, you know, do violent video games cause kids to go out and commit mass shootings? Do Does music, you know, did Marilyn Manson really have anything to do with the Columbine shooting? All that shit. It's like, well... I don't know. We you, you, it, we can say that, and I think it's a giant, giant crutch to have in the argument because we didn't live inside the brains of those mentally ill people.
1: There, yeah. That there, would, there's that, but you also, I don't think you can say that without knowing what the household was like and things like that too of those kids, or of the people who yeah, end up doing so that many, stuff. There's yeah, so many determining. It's, factors. it's easy to bl- it's easy to blame the video games or the music. And maybe right. that is a small portion of it, but I don't think it's all of it. You, I, I don't.
0: It's 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 one microcosm of the problem in that person's fucked up brain. Yeah, you know, I, I listened to two. I listened to you know Tupac when I was a kid. I didn't shoot an undercover police officer. Right. Not yet. Anyway, maybe maybe one day Tupac will convince me. To shoot an undercover police officer
1: by listening to stuff that he's already written. <laughs> I don't understand.
0: <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, Euphoria. So, how did you like? This? Let's before. Did you like the ending of Dexter? I hated it.
1: I know you did, and I. And when I watched it, I was thinking of you and thinking Patrick's gonna hate this.
0: <laughs> I hated it you did I, well there's definitely going to be another season
1: there has to there has made. to be there has to be
0: i think he's still alive
1: okay are we giving spoilers can we do that do we need we have to say spoiler alert first right uh
0: okay spoiler alert okay dexter is supposed to be dead at the end of this last season
1: yeah he was i i don't by i don't I think i don't think he has to be uh there people
0: there's think, people there's people think the show is going to be good.
1: I mean the way I see it set up is that he he was killed by his his son. Harrison moved out of that town and and he is going to basically become what Dexter was and his and Dexter will be his dark passenger. That's the way they have it That's set up to me.
0: Saying, That's super lame. I'm not interested then. Really? Yeah, I'd rather
1: you rather be fool a vid- everyone. You would rather yeah, him still rather- be alive and it be a vigilante team of him and him and Harrison.
0: 100%.
1: Yes. I okay. wanted that.
0: They, they fool everyone that he's dead so they can get the hell out of there and then they go somewhere else and they pick up where they left off. That's what I think. He pointed where to shoot him. There was a reason for that.
1: Hmm. I didn't think I didn't think about that. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I hated the way it ended. It was a good season. It was pretty predictable, but it was fun. It was, it was good. It was good to have it back. But, uh, yeah, you. I would be curious to see what you think about
1: Euphoria. I, would I don't be, know if you'd like it or not. I would be curious to know, and I was thinking about this the other day, like with Dexter, how hard it was for him to get back into that role. It's been, like, when did Dexter end?
0: I don't know. It's been... What did they say in the show? Like, 10 years
1: has it i don't know that's just i mean to me that's kind of nuts like to think about any other show or any other role where somebody was in it and then took 10 years off and then came back and nothing changed like you're the exact same person that you were in that role 10 years ago it's called acting cult well i get that but it's impressive professional for a reason (laughs) it's impressive did we ever talk? Uh, hey, did we ever, speaking of that before we get away from it, did we ever talk about that Princess Goes to the Butterfly Museum on the show?
0: I thought we did, and that's why I brought it up to you, but you said we never did. I don't, I don't know who told me about it, but.
1: I don't think so. Oh, so somebody actually told you about it? I thought you just caught the song on the show and realized that that was his voice.
0: So I caught this song on the show. It was It was playing at the end credits of like episode two or something. The
1: song's called Ketamine. And ketamine. Yeah.
0: And it's an older song. I think it came out in 2019. But anyway, it's, it's, I look over at my wife. I go, I don't know who this fucking is, but this song is fucking badass. And she goes, I was just about to say the same thing. So we looked it up and she goes, Oh my God, it's him. And I go, Who? She goes, It's Dexter, Michael uh, C C. Hall. Yeah. And I go, Oh yeah, he's in a band. Someone was telling me about it. And I thought it was you. And I never checked out the band. So whoever told me about it, I was like, yeah, cool. I'll check it out. And I never checked it out. But uh, he, some of it's cool. Some of it, I'm like, okay, I'm good. But that song specifically is outstanding.
1: I can, it's a, I, so there's two albums that I actually downloaded that I can turn on and like listen to background and, and background. Downloaded? Yep. I did not buy. I downloaded. I'm sorry. Did you buy ketamine? I did. You did? Look at you. you want me to show you my Look at you supporting a guy. Fucking, I, I, like Michael C. I swear Hall. to god, dude. Have you seen their Instagram? It's a great song. Have you seen their Instagram? Uh, I looked uh, a little bit, yeah. Like very gothy.
0: Yeah. Library. There it is. Yeah, they're uh, <laughs> it's a little bit weird,
1: but I I mean that's cool. Good
0: for him. Yeah. He's got a good voice. Yeah, he does. And you can tell like for anyone who hasn't heard the band when you listen to the music, you automatically go, Oh yeah, that's his voice. Like it's you know, if you if you in your in your head picture Dexter talking and then you heard this person singing, you'd be like, Yeah, that's the same person. That makes total sense. Yeah. Um, I just didn't make the connection when I was hearing the song in the moment. I was like, God, this is good. Who is this? But
1: uh Yeah, I mean and the fact that the name of the song is Ketamine. What about it? I mean, that's what he used in the show. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, <anything> <laughs> that never clicked. <laughs> nope. nope, I just
0: thought he wrote a song about Steve-O or something. Oh my god,
1: <laughs> dude! I was what we were. Jackass was on yesterday, and we were watching it.
0: And yeah, I, you were texting me about Bam, right?
1: Yeah, because my wife was asking me some questions were you watching about the Bam. new Jackass, the newest one. No, it was um the. I don't remember. No, I think it was just Jackass the movie. So I guess it was the first one, right? Okay. But yeah, so my wife was asking me a bunch of questions about Bam and stuff, and I was like uh, asking, because she didn't realize he wasn't in the new movie that's in theaters right now. And I was like, no, I was like, you don't know the story behind this whole thing? Like he was supposed to be, and he was there for a while, and then they ended up booting him because he he couldn't follow the rules that they had set for him. And then I showed him the video that he put out on YouTube, which is extremely sad.
0: Yeah, man, I, you, Oh, that's what you asked me. You go, do you follow Bam Margera on social media? And I was like, I can't. It's, it's a, it, it bums me out too much. Too, it... Here's the thing about that guy. So, like, people can say what they want. I think on the surface, yeah, he's, he, it'd be incredibly easy to call him a douchebag because he brings it upon himself. You know, anytime you have that type of personality – and you dress the way he does and, and all that stuff, people are going to dislike you. You're, that's just the way that's, that's the way things are. If you're in the public eye, people have a million reasons to, to hate you. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even talking about that. When you get beyond that and you talk about how important he was for skateboarding, how important he was for music. Yeah. Dude, he, he ex- exposed so many bands to the mainstream pop culture audience that never in a million years
1: would have heard. Was that mainly because of CKY? Are you CKY
0: think- videos, before he was ever had anything to do with Jackass, he had the CKY videos, which did a shit ton for skating and a shit ton for music. Yeah. For CKY, the band itself, and then for all of the other bands they put in the videos, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, which they had a lot of bands that would, it, like they would set up stages for bands in Viva La Bam. Did you ever watch Viva oh, La Bam? Yeah, yeah, I did.
0: And I had a bunch of friends that always gave me shit about it. Like, hey, dude, you're an adult. Why are you watching this? I'm oh, like, really? Because he had clutch on. Yeah. Like clutch was playing in his fucking backyard. Right. That's fucking yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know. I, uh, so w- w- my point is, he did a lot to me. It's my opinion, but I think other people would, would, would agree with me that he did a shit ton for skateboarding. I was never a skater. I hung out with skaters. I wasn't good. Um, so I just stopped. I just was not good. I could not get good at anything that I saw people being good at. So I gave up. (laughs) Um, but I know, I know the impact that he had on skateboarding. I was around it enough to know I could see it, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, and then the impact he had on music. That's why it bums me out so much, man. Like, I understand, like I party, I, I drink, but you can tell when it truly does take over someone's life and like the transformation of him being a fun party guy. And perhaps it didn't help that he was getting paid. And I I think I said this to you, perhaps it didn't help that he got $50 million or whatever it was to just drink all day on TV. Mm -hmm. Like that's what his life was. He got paid to party. He got paid to be essentially an alcoholic. Right. Um, you know, that probably didn't help, but, uh, you can just tell. I mean, it transformed him. And I watched a Vice documentary about him trying to come back into... This is the last thing I watched on him. And, it, and, and the reason that I stopped is because in the documentary that Vice did, he actually stops drinking. He's been sober for a while. He's getting back to skateboarding slowly but surely. He, he went to, like, somewhere in Europe and just isolated himself in Europe in this, like, apartment. Like, this dive, like, two-bedroom apartment in europe with another skater and his and his his then fiance i believe i don't even know if they were married but um and this is after he's already been divorced from his first wife so uh and he kind of just lives that life i'm gonna wake up i'm just gonna skateboard we're gonna go to the, the skate park and he like kind of like found this like sort of like revival within himself and was getting kind of healthy enough to like get pretty good at skateboarding again and then like I don't know, a month and a half, two months after I saw that Vice documentary, I saw a clip of him in a hotel, like sitting Indian style in a hotel. Shit, shit hammered. I mean, fucking dude, there are levels to being drunk. Like I've been drunk and I've done stupid shit. But I I don't know, like (laughs) no one's ever shown me a video of myself sitting in the middle of a hotel room lobby on the floor carrying on like a two-year-old. I'm so drunk. Right. Like he couldn't speak. It was just gibberish. And, and God, it bummed me out so much, man. Like I was just like, fuck. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I ever answered your question, but that that's why I can't follow him on social media. It just bums me out, dude. Yeah. Um, and I know some people that know him and I, I trust me. I haven't talked to any of these people probably Well over ten years, but even ten years ago, there were just there were just so many people being like, God, he's going down the wrong road. It's gonna get bad. It's gonna get bad. Uh I remember seeing he got do you remember seeing a video he got into a fight with some Icelandic rappers? I don't think so. He this was fairly recently, uh, but he got into a fight. Again, shit he was shit hammered. He was at a bar in Iceland. And apparently, these are there are these two like famous rappers from there that were at some festival he was at, and uh, shit went down, and he got his fucking ass kicked. And he posted the footage or like pictures of him on Instagram, like, dude, just he got fucked up. Hmm. I remember seeing that going, oh God, this is what they were saying because he, he like, <laughs> he had the reputation of like going out and being the guy. Like, the fact that he went to like, dive bars in his hometown is nuts to me yeah he was so famous you're just asking for it right you know. <clears throat> yeah so like what are you doing at a music festival at a, at a at a at a bar like and this is after he's been famous and you know ryan dunn's dead and like he it's already in the public that he's kind of a drunk and and he's he's falling apart but like what are you doing at a music festival and like a public bar like, go hang out backstage. Like, why? You're just asking for it. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking about this the wrong way, but I don't know. If I was him, I wouldn't go anywhere.
1: Well, did you see... So, he's still married. But his, uh, his wife filed for custody of their son, but never filed for divorce. So, like, something's going on there.
0: Yeah, I, saw, I think I read that.
1: But... I don't know. I I I mean I hope he gets better. I I was just watching because he still posts on Instagram. That could be a money thing. That's what I was thinking too. Um, but so I don't think it's him like in really bad shape, but I think it's him like suffering the after effects of being in really bad shape. Like he's overweight and he's still skateboarding and stuff, but like he's he he he'll like fall down and like when he talks you can just tell like he's not in the greatest state of mind
0: yeah i saw the he brandon novak was on uh steve-o's podcast and then i saw that he and bam did a podcast together about bam being sober and this and that but yeah it doesn't look good it's yeah i don't know he uh yeah i think it's i think it's i think he's dealing with like all right i have to stop drinking but also i'm overweight and it's I can't skate because I'm overweight. So like that like depresses him and then he goes and drinks. Is that, you know, like it's, it's a bummer. Like I said, dude, it's all a bummer, man. I can't, uh, and I wasn't like the biggest, like Bam Margera fan. Like, um, well, fuck it. Yeah, I was, I don't even know why I'm saying that I was, but I don't know. It's kind of crazy follow- though,
1: to think that like, not on purpose, but MTV like gave him, a major career and also was the downfall of his major career.
0: Um, I don't know if MTV's to blame for that necessarily, but they were definitely an enabler. That's yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but I think he would have had a good career regardless of MTV. That's what I told you. Like he was, and I think I heard Steve O said it to Brandon Novak. He would say he was always jealous of Bam because everything Bam did turned to gold. He was just good at everything. He was good at skating. He was good at marketing himself. He was good at editing video and making documentary the videos that he made and, you know, uh, merch and all this stuff he did. He was, it was just good. And Steve-O was like, dude, I, I was a fuck up. And I I was always jealous of him because he was so good. Um, and he's got a point, man. He's got a point. He was, he was a pro at everything that he did. So I think he would have made it without Jackass or without MTV It would have been his own thing perhaps. But yeah, I mean, Roman, right, that's uh guys, so crazy. That was such a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, we used to put on the CK CKY2K at parties and shit. And just it would be on a on a loop. You know, at parties we would be at.
1: Is, C- is CKY uh, still a band, right? Do they still tour and stuff?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh they just put out stuff, I want to say fairly recently. I heard one of the songs. I need to go back and check it out. I was never huge into them. They had, they've had a couple of songs that I, well, I shouldn't say that. So their first, the first big record they put out, I still like. Um, Yeah, I never got too much into them.
1: Is Jesse still the drummer?
0: I believe so. I think it's still all the the original dudes. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Wait, no, I saw a video, I want to say, of them playing recently at a festival that happened. Maybe that's what it was, and then I saw that they released music. I can't remember. Um, do you know what CKY stands for?
1: I feel like I did at one point, and I don't know. I, for- I think I forgot. Maybe. I don't know. What is it?
0: You might have to fact check me, but I'm pretty sure it means "camp kill yourself. Okay. CKY. CKY is definitely a better name for a band than Can't Kill Yourself, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, uh, uh, so before we, so, I mean, did you watch the fights last night? I didn't. Dude, are you a UFC fan anymore? I or know, do you right? Just, uh,
1: man, I, dude, anymore, it, the, the card has to be, I mean, I know I had Izzy on it, but the I- The card was outstanding. Uh, not for, for 75 bucks? I don't know, man. So you're one of those people complaining about (laughs) fights. It did go to decision though, so I guess it was a good fight.
0: Uh, yeah, it was a good fight. I mean, Izzy dominated. I, in my opinion, two of the judges gave Robert Whitaker the uh, fourth and fifth round. I didn't see that.
1: Hmm.
0: I mean, he did better in those rounds, but he didn't. I don't think he won those rounds. Um. Yeah, it's a good fight. It's a good fight. Izzy's just so fucking good, man. He's just so good. Robert Whitaker wasn't as aggressive as he was in the first fight. Cause you could tell he didn't want to get, he didn't want to get caught. Uh, so I think the, the aggressiveness wasn't necessarily there. Um, but is he, I just, I think is better. I just think he's better, dude.
1: I don't know who's going to beat him.
0: Alex Pereira, where are you? Yeah. In the,
1: in this weight class, I don't think he has, I don't think he's going, uh, I don't think I he's mean, going to lose
0: no i think that well i don't think he's gonna lose for a while i mean any, anything can happen <clears throat> you know he has he has been knocked out before so it's not like he's invincible
1: it was so it's, many that, years ago
0: <laughs> it was it was but i'm saying that's not the narrative it's not you yeah. know that like so much so often like fighters the narrative would always be well you can't you can't knock him out so you're gonna have to find a different way to beat him is he's not that he's just too good technically yeah uh but Cannoneer fought Brunson on the card, which I don't know. You said this was, this card was outstanding. Uh, Cannoneer knocked out Brunson, so he will likely get the next title shot. Uh, which I, uh, you know, I'm interested to see that. I don't think he can beat Izzy, but he's one of those guys that got enough power to maybe surprise Izzy. I
1: did. I did you know. see that uh, your boy Arlovsky moved up in your personal rankings last night.
0: You gotta love a guy that's 43, still fighting and still winning. I don't know how you can't, how you don't. But um yeah, he won. It wasn't a very good fight, but he won. Um so I'm looking at the middleweight ranking. So I mean, Cannonier won, he'll likely get the next shot just because Izzy hasn't fought him yet. Uh it's Izzy, Robert Whitaker is ranked number one, which will probably drop a little bit. Marvin Vittori is number two. Definitely don't want to see him fight Izzy again. I have no interest in that. Right. Then there's Cannoneer, Brunson, Paulo Costa. Don't want to see him fight as again. No nope. interest. Sean Strickland just won. That's looking kind of interesting. I think he needs needs to win one more fight over one of those guys I just said. Darren Till is still ranked eighth. Oh, we still we're still not giving up <laughs> on Darren Till, huh? This is right. Uriah Hall's ninth. Calvin Gastelum's tenth. Brad Tavares, Imavov, Andre Muniz, Kevin Holland's fourteenth. That could get interesting. I think he needs to win. He's fighting at welterweight. Oh, on really? the next pay-per-view. Yeah, he's fighting uh, Alex Oliveira at welterweight. Huh. So, I don't know what that's about. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as the division goes, I don't... Any of the guys I name, there wouldn't be one guy where I go, that's the guy who's going to beat him. Yeah. There just wouldn't. And Chris Weidman is ranked 15th. For some, re- for some reason.
1: What what was he ranked when he got hurt?
0: He's somewhere in the 10 to 13 range, maybe. So it's probably, it
1: shouldn't be, but it's continuing uh, to go down because he, it got hurt and other fighters are fighting, I guess.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, the rankings suck. Yeah. Rankings are meaningless.
1: Yeah. To an extent. What about that? Uh, that Derek Lewis fight. I seen that he got knocked out. He did. Um, bad.
0: It wasn't good. <laughs> uh Taito Ivasa he's still only 27 28 he's won 5 straight uh the fans love him he was ranked 11th so again like this is what i'm saying about the rankings not necessarily meaning shit but he was ranked 11th who else is going to fight for the title you know yeah stepe wants a rematch um, then I saw talks of Stipe fighting John Jones, which I would love to see. Um, Derek Lewis lost, so forget it. Curtis Blades. Does anybody want to see him fight Francis Ngannou for a third time? I don't. Um, Volkov is there at five. Rosenstreit, No one wants to see him fighting Ngannou again. So do you why think? Not give do you tai think, do you think he
1: has a shot against Ngannou?
0: Who?
1: Titu
0: Yeah. No. Not the Engano that fought gone. no. No. But uh <laughs> he's got a puncher's chance. And it would be fun to watch because he I think it would be a, a slobber knocker. I don't think there would be anything there wouldn't be anything technical about it, I don't think.
1: Well, they're also talking about Nganu going to box too. You think he's going to do that?
0: I mean, if you got Tyson Fury calling you out, why wouldn't you?
1: But why I w- you? I wonder if UFC would let him do that under his UFC contract.
0: His contract's up. Oh, it is? Yeah.
1: And he's a title holder, so he pretty much has all the negotiation power to do whatever he wants.
0: Well, I think Dana's made it very clear that fighters do not hold any leverage when it comes to negotiating.
1: Yeah, true. But I guess, Uh, I mean, so I guess what you were saying is right now would be the best time before he renegotiates contract. Now would be the best time to do a boxing match.
0: I think it would just be the best time. In I think it's the best time, just overall. I mean, he's thirty five. Go get paid. Go fight Tyson Fury. Go get embarrassed. He will get embarrassed. But as much
1: money as much money as he's going to make off that fight, does he just should he just drop the title, take that fight, and walk away from fighting completely?
0: I mean, why does he have to walk away from fighting? What if he doesn't get totally
1: <laughs> dismantled? <laughs> What? Yeah, what if if he –
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of tired of the crossover stuff, to be honest. Like Bobby Green won his fight. He he kicked off the pay-per-view. And I guess one of the guys, one of the boxers that was there when Jake Paul fought Tyron the first time was talking shit about him. And I'm like, God, what are we doing? What is this? And Bobby Green was like, I'm under contract with USC. He can come over here. He can come over here. If he, if, he, if, he, if he wants the smoke, he can come over here. Otherwise, I'm not entertaining anything. I'm not going to give that guy more clout than he deserves. So, um, yeah, it was a good card overall. Your boy uh, William Knight lost. Oh, he did. After missing weight by 12 pounds.
1: I did see that. So, yeah.
0: So, did he fight at middleweight before or was it light heavyweight still?
1: I thought, wasn't it middleweight? Because I thought we were really surprised that, it, or I thought I was really surprised that he could make that weight.
0: I want to, that's what I thought too. But for some reason I was, uh, my brain was not letting me get there. I was like, no, it was always light heavyweight. And we were just surprised that he weighed 205, but I think it was middleweight. Let me look him up. Uh, William Ashley Knight. That is an unfortunate middle name there, guy. Um,
1: (laughs) He's just a monster. Like, I don't understand how he could be, how he gets down to 185. Now, I understand that's not what he's fighting at, but still, it's got to be extremely hard for him to get down to 185.
0: I'm trying to... Oh, he was a replacement for this fight. Ah.
1: Like last minute, that's why he was at 12 pounds over?
0: Yeah. Ed Herman was supposed to fight, not William Knight. Um,
1: I wonder how long ago they gave him that fight, because you would still think, listen, if I can't make weight, why would I accept this fight? And I think at that time, you know, you're going to, you, you know, if you're still going to be 12 pounds over when you weigh in.
0: Yeah. He was never middleweight. was always light heavyweight. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Maybe that's what I was surprised about that. He could make 205. That's the thing too. Like he's just a monster.
0: Oh, he was (laughs) super thick last night.
1: (laughs) Was he? Oh my God.
0: Um, so yeah, he lost, missed weight by 12 pounds. That's no, that's no good. No good. But what can you do? Uh, did you see what? Someone asked uh, Dana White about Joe Rogan not being there.
1: No, I seen that bi- I seen that biz being filled in.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, Joe, the The report was that Joe Rogan had a conflict. Dana White said at the press conference when someone asked him, he's like, he didn't have a conflict. He could have been there. So. So is he thinking maybe
1: staying out of the public eye is a smart thing to do right now?
0: But he's still doing his podcast.
1: Uh, it's different though you're not like in a center full of public but I, but is he touring is he doing any kind of stand-up still right now i don't know I don't because that would defeat what i'm saying but yeah i'm curious i, I bet that's I what it is i bet he's trying to stay out of the public eye right now however uh i don't know what his like i'm sure he has a certain amount of fights that he's supposed to call a year i wonder how that works
0: I don't know that he does. Because Dana White made it seem like, yeah, he can come back whenever he wants to work. Hmm. Uh, also, how incredibly disrespectful is it to the world that Dana White comes to the post-fight press conference with food in his mouth and he's like picking his teeth and shit? I'm like, dude, you are the grossest guy. He doesn't care. Ca- just-
1: dude, he's Dana White. He does not care. I know. But
0: fuck you. You're gross. Just f- wait or just finish your food.
1: How I've you do- I've always just thought it, he was... It was. It's just crazy. Like he's the first guy who is in a position as as powerful as he is to do like uh, post conferences after any kind of a sporting event and just talk exactly the way he wants to talk to reporters exactly the way he wants to cuss. He'll cuss out. He don't care. Like he just. Like professionalism isn't necessarily his number one priority when it comes to when it comes to anything that he does in his job. And he I guess it's just because he has that power. He has a job that lets him do that. But no other sport would let you would let you do that.
0: I don't know if the sport wouldn't let you. I think the commissioners just kind of choose not to do that. Yeah, because it's probably the courteous thing to do.
1: Mm -hmm. Was it just because it's fighting boxing ever do that? I mean,
0: there have been boxing promoters who have been personalities, but they've never been like, like you said, like saying fuck you to reporters. And yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. Yeah, he's his own thing, I guess. Right.
1: Yeah. Good
0: for him, though. I mean, but but finish your food. Gross. That's a pet peeve of mine.
1: And also the reporter that asked Izzy about Joe Rogan in the uh, pre-fight conference is a moron. Oh, yeah, yeah. What does Izzy have to do with Joe Rogan? Come on.
0: Um, well, Izzy's not white. It doesn't matter. Well, that was the the reaction that Izzy gave is exactly the reaction that reporter wanted, so that reporter
1: wins, I guess. You think so? Why? Why do you? Why do you? It would have been a bigger headline if Izzy would have been the opposite and started bashing Joe Rogan, right?
0: No, I don't think so. You think? I mean, I guess because it's Izzy. But. I don't know. They're apparently, uh, what's his name? Uh, Shit. Uh, Terrence McKinney said that he's been getting so much hate because he stood up for Joe Rogan. And I saw a lot of people like, I saw one tweet from whoever this jackass was that was like, more fighters have gone public with their support of Joe Rogan than the support of fighters getting paid more.
1: Uh-oh. Is that is that a Jake Paul supporter? I don't know. That makes that comment?
0: I don't know. I mean, fighters should get paid more, but I think we all know that when it comes to the UFC, they're going to do what the UFC does.
1: Yeah, and what you've said before in the past makes sense is like they're what J- what Jake Paul is saying is true, but we don't want Jake Paul to be the face of that.
0: 100% no. I don't. I don't. And
1: and, and, well, and, it, and that, that that's kind of, does kind of suck, right? Because it's like it is finally somebody who is standing up and saying in a sport that me and you really like to watch and and get invested in the fighters and stuff like that. We've got a guy who's out there saying, listen, we need to be protecting these guys more and getting them more money for what they do. But it's gotta be that guy. Like what? Give us, give me somebody else. Give me somebody within the UFC that has a voice that can do this.
0: Yeah. And it's not even a matter of whether it's right or wrong. You know, I think that's where we're kind of like caught up in the idea that, well, he, but he's right. Well, I don't care. Even, even if he, Let's just say, like, you know, let's just assume that he doesn't have any knowledge of this or whatever, right? Let's just assume he never fought. He's stupid, YouTube personality, Jake Paul. I would feel the same way about it as if that person came out and said fighters should get paid more. I feel the same about it as the guy who happened to have a few boxing matches saying it. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the validity of the statement doesn't come from who's saying it. It's what's being said. The truth to the statement is about what's being said, not who's saying it.
1: Yeah. Uh, The bad thing too about it coming from Jake Paul is that I think this is more about spiting Dana White than it is about about actually fixing anything for any UFC fighter.
0: Yeah. Um, I think it's more about Jake Paul than anything else. And you know what? I will not get taken down another Jake Paul rabbit hole on this podcast.
1: (laughs) I tried. I I tried so hard.
0: (laughs) I refuse. What else do you got? Otherwise, (laughs) let's fucking go enjoy Super Bowl Sunday because I'm not talking about that guy anymore.
1: Absolutely. Well, I'm not going to finish this podcast saying let's go any team specifically. I'm going to say let's go Super Bowl halftime show.
0: I'm going to say Eminem sucks. (laughs)
1: Well, I'll be hooting and hollering for Dr. Dre for you. How about that? Does that work? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs)